Hello everybody, I'm Hannah. I'm Kylie. And this is Back Up for Grabs. Today we're going to be talking about season two, episode 13. Enough is enough. I feel like Colby probably said that, but I was trying to find it in the episode and I couldn't hear that phrase. Yeah, I can't. And nothing's coming. Right. I would, I guess it would be Colby around like the rice incident. Yeah. Anyway, want to get started with our 15 <laughs> second recap? Yeah, let's do it. And go. There's a reward challenge with I Amin family members and Tina won. And then there's um, a immunity challenge with jail locks and Colby wins by default. And then uh, Roger and Elizabeth are wholesome, but Roger leaves. I appreciate that Roger and Elizabeth being wholesome is like part of the... Oh, that was like the main thing of this episode. That should have been the title. Tears were definitely held back. Yes, I agree. All right, ready? Go. I was mid-yawn. Okay, everybody (laughs) seems kind of gloomy. There's a reward challenge. Tina wins. She gets to talk to her family for a little bit. Then there's an immunity challenge called Jailbreak, which Colby wins, but barely. And then everyone kind of talks about, like, oh, who should we vote out? And it ends up being Roger, but it probably should have been Keith. Yeah. I'm proud of that, only because I chopped three seconds off for myself at the beginning. I think your technique is usually to, like, condense, and mine is just, like, talk faster to try to, like, get more Yeah, I think, like, maybe one time that we've done so far, I talked fast to, like, get everything I wanted to say, but most of the time it's just I don't condensed. think you can even understand what I'm saying half the time. <laughs> Leave us a comment, y'all. What are, you, what, are, what are you hearing? Are you hearing it at all? <laughs> Okay, yeah. So the vibe is not great at camp when no, we they, start off. This they just episode. had like a huge rainstorm, I think, again, and yeah, they're the like flooding is taking a toll. They're watching their old camp underwater. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's what happens when your old camp was in the middle of a creek bed, right? And you're in rainy season. I'm sure it's still surreal though to be like, oh, 100%. we lived there, yeah, for like two weeks, probably right before they switched over. Maybe more than that, even. Mm-hmm. Well, because we're on day thirty. By the end of this episode. Are we? Yeah. Or 33. Because Roger said there were six days left. But it's a 42 day season. Uh, That's true. That's terrible. That's. Especially. I feel like the vibe is just kind of bleak right now. Well especially like this season seems to be more survival than the first season too. And mm -hmm. this might be more survival than most of the future seasons. Like they're legit they have nothing yeah and this is the first one that they haven't been on like an island or like beach setting and i they do it a few more times like africa's next season Mm -hmm. they have china they have ghana they have oh a few but now especially in recent seasons they're all in fiji and like beach beachy and it feels less terrible well and they have more options for food in those kind of environments yeah whereas here it's like Yes, we have rice to last us maybe six days. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can't go out and find other things. Like, I guess maybe one of the episodes they found grasshoppers. But, like, you, you can't go get coconuts. You can't go get bananas. Like, all of the different things. Fish are usually easier to find. Yeah. Crabs. Did you say crabs? Rat? No. Someone has a rat? That is true. That? that is true. Yeah. There's not a lot of animals. There's not a lot of... Not a lot of most Anything. things. Anything. Yep. <laughs> so, um, because of that, they just seem very beaten down, mm-hmm. and I, you just kind of feel bad for them. 
But they get a, a little morale boost the second that tree mail comes. Yeah, so they kind of get a hint that their reward challenge will somehow involve their family. Mm-hmm. And it said online, so they're so pumped about it. And it's like, y'all, your family aren't, like, they're not even coming. Like, they're not going to be here. And you won't actually see them. Yeah. But I, well, did family members come? Just Sean's dad came last season. Mm-hmm. For the one... For the boat trip. Yeah, with Richard. <laughs> um, and not Kelly, notably. Right. But I don't think anyone else has came, so I guess it makes sense because they don't know that they're, like, getting kind of a crappy reward in comparison to... That's true. ...other seasons, but also budget. <laughs> yeah, and the lack of um, technology in 2000. Um, listen. <laughs> there is the Outback Internet Cafe. <laughs> so. And the giant satellite. It was, like, twice as big as Jeff. <laughs> Just <laughs> out there. And the OG Microsoft computer. Catching some signals. Yeah, that was a monstrosity of a monitor. <laughs> Those are, like, what I used to use in, like, tech class back in, like, middle school. I'm pretty sure even... Like, the first computer I remember ever playing, like, a computer game on, it was, like, a Barbie horse adventures game. Mm. Um... Yeah, I probably still have it somewhere if you wanted to borrow it. Um, but yeah, it was on this giant, like, gray, the computer, the monitor itself stuck way out, mm-hmm. and then there's, like, the computer tower down below. You have to turn it on, like, an hour before you want to use it, because right. it's got to warm up. Right. Then I'd get yelled at, because my mom wanted to, like, talk to her friend on the phone, but, like, I was on the internet. It was a whole thing. Only one thing at a time. <laughs> so, that's very much the vibe. Um at the Outback Internet Cafe. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're like old school IMing with their family members. And it looks like none of them have taken a typing class in the past. Oh yeah. The speed at which people are typing is like dismal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's super cute and they each get like one brief message before the challenge starts and everybody's in tears by the end of their one message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even a one-worded message from Colby's mom, which but is don't worry. which could have been two words, but yeah, they hi were... baby. He's like, she said hi baby because I'm younger than my brother. Yes, I I get it. They're emotional. Everyone's hungry. They're yeah. tired. But Kylie and I are both kind of like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like everybody else, at least got a sentence like, I love you. I miss you. We're doing good. Not Colby. Hi baby. And he just loses it. Lo- well, oh, lost it. <laughs> like, full-on weeping. <laughs> um, but I yes. shouldn't make fun of him. I would be such a crying mess. Oh, I probably would point. be, too. Yes. Yeah. But I wanted more than just a one-word response from my family. That's fair. Who would you have wanted to chat with you on I Am? Someone who could, like, type quickly. <laughs> I don't know. Probably my mom. I feel like she's the most proficient in terms of, like... I don't know. I can't read what my dad says sometimes because his texting style is very Mm. weird. Um, I'm not confident that my sister would be around to talk to me. Mm -hmm. My brother would, like, get bored and want to go to the skate park. Mm. But I feel like my mom would be, like, invested. Mm -hmm. How about you? Um, It'd probably be my dad. I think he would be helpful in the challenge Mm. as well. Um, But I feel like I'd be more emotional hearing from him. 
I think probably same. Um, but yeah, so they the challenge was they were going to send five trivia-type questions about Australia mm-hmm. to their family, and if whoever got the most points out of five would win an additional 30 minutes talking to their family on IM. Yeah. Um, and like a $500 gift card to buy things. Yeah, they got to go... The survivor contestants got to go on a shopping spree for mm-hmm. their family for 500 um, which I thought was like a nice yeah. thing. This is also one of I'm the kind of curious what they bought. Yeah. This is one of the few times that the reward challenge has nothing to do with the contestants at all. Like it mm-hmm. was all their family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're not even getting the reward of the five or the what they bought with the five hundred until they go home after the show is over. Yeah. Plus I think the loved one challenge was the letters and the videos in season one. Mm-hmm. Family was never, like, involved in the actual challenge. Right. But, yeah, so Tina ended up winning. She had four correct answers out of five. Um, And so she got some extra time with her family. Mm -hmm. And Keith proposed. Yeah, in a very, (laughs) like, anticlimactic scenario. She's the peas to his carrots, Kylie. And she said yes with four exclamation marks. You caught me off guard. But yes. I hope they know how to screenshot. Otherwise, like, <laughs> that's going to be sad. They probably don't. That's probably not an option. It They're probably going to whip out, like, a Fujifilm Insta camera yeah. to take a pic. It's kind of cute if they would have brought it up at their wedding. Like, you know, oh, like, how did you propose? Oh, well. Maybe they did. I am her. That would be cute. Yeah. I would have. From, like, the Australian Outback when yeah. I haven't talked to her in, like, a month. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Probably, like, the most technologically advanced proposal that existed at that time. Mm. Yeah, very unique. Mm -hmm. No one else had done it. And then there's, I guess, a little bit of camp life. There's a giant rainstorm. Roger and Keith were worried about the fire that they were going to have to restart, but then they find... got washed out. Yeah, they find this random existing fire log in the forest. Yeah, so they were like, it's probably from the forest fire. It's probably been there for weeks. And I kind of thought, like, maybe that was, like, a lightning strike. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because it was, like, smoldering, so, like, I could understand if it was left over, but I thought the fire wasn't that close to them. Plus, like, a lightning strike seems more likely than a fire smoldering for over a week. That's what I thought. I don't really know enough, though, to be like, they're wrong. Yeah. You know? (laughs) They have fire, though, so they're happy I'm just not really an expert, frankly, Um, at lightning. No. But they have their fire back, so obviously they have to make rice. And the issues pursue. And Chloe kind of, like, loses his mind over this rice situation, which basically boils down to, from what it sounds like, that Mm -hmm. they've perfectly portioned and rationed the rice so that it'll last them for the last... However many days. I think they said eight days or something that they're there. Um, And Keith keeps consistently making more than... What they agreed upon. specifically, yeah, portioned out. And, I mean, Keith calls it a blow-up. Colby doesn't seem to raise his voice too much. But, yeah, we're, I'm honestly not sure if we, like, saw the whole thing mm-hmm. based on Keith's comments and Colby's comments about it. Because mm-hmm. Colby was like, I wouldn't have gotten that worked up unless blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, did you get worked up? Yeah, we didn't see much like, from when you. did that happen? Like, we understand you're upset about the rice, but I didn't see you angry about the rice. Yeah. <laughs> kind of unusual. Yeah. But Everyone... Col- 
Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, this kind of made Colby talk to the camera saying, I'm done with Keith. Yeah, we get very much the vibe that he has no interest in working with Keith at all anymore. Right. And I don't know if that's his just like it might rage just, talking. Yeah, or like accumulation of everything at this point. Because like he, then he makes the comment like, Roger, you know, works really hard around camp for being like the oldest guy here still. Mm-hmm. I think everybody, the problem is that everyone just really likes Roger and Elizabeth. And I don't think, I think people like Roger and Elizabeth more than they like Keith. But because Keith is like... Their OG. Exactly. He's been in it with them for this long. What are, what are you going to do? Right. Like, cut him out at this point? Right. Like, you can't take everyone you like to the end with you. No. Which is interesting because this is kind of the first time that they all genuinely do like each other at the end. Like, we didn't see that in season one. And we don't see it very much moving forward. Yeah. And There's always, of... like, at least someone brought there. They're like, eh, you're here. Mm-hmm. I would say the only other time that, well, I'm sure there's more mm-hmm. times than are, like, coming to mm-hmm. my mind immediately, but is, uh, fans are favorites when it's the four girls at the end, and they're, like, they've been working together the whole time. Or all-stars with Rob well, yeah. That was the first one that came to my mind. Who ends up third with them? I actually don't remember. Almost. I'm getting, like, a Tom vibe, and it shouldn't be. <laughs> Jenna. Oh, interesting. Which means Rupert's probably not mm-hmm. far behind. Yeah, he she was, he was right before, and then Tom was right before, so you were getting there. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You'll appreciate this. Jerry didn't make jury. She was the yeah, last bit jury before. Sucks. She was the last bit before jury. Good. Disloyal as hell. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> we're, we're going off track here. Um, yeah. But those four that were left were... Parvati, Amanda, Suri, and Natalie, and mm-hmm. I thought they were, like, that was Vibin. a good group. And then the fifth was, I want to say Alexis, and she was only voted off because she was, like, probably one of the stronger contenders to win. And yeah. so, like, it's just, it was a good good, group. good vibes. And, well, and sweet Eric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good, good times. times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, anyway, everyone's very bored. Mm-hmm. That's the They're other They're watching... Of- Fire. Vignette we get, yeah. Fire is the entertainment. It's the Yule log in real life. Everyone's just laying around. Roger's the one that's like, I physically cannot sit. And Colby mentally, physically cannot sit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Colby's sick of being bored and Roger's sick of sitting still. So between the two of them. Colby needs like a fidget spinner. He needs like something to mess with. Yeah, Colby needs to like run a few laps and like get... I don't know, some freaking tranquilizer or something, because he's (laughs) on one. Uh, Anyway, so then we transition to the immunity challenge. Mm -hmm. They get tree mail with an old lock and then clues that about prison, basically. It's going to be a jailbreak. Yes. Jeff informs them. Which, whoever said, let's not do challenges at night anymore, thank you to that person, because... Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, I mean, they at least, it was better than the challenges that were at night from season one. Yeah. Like, we could at least see what they were seeing. It wasn't complete night vision. There were like torches at all the stations. Yeah. Um, but, and I guess it kind of fit in with like the story aspect that Jeff wanted to tell about, you know, prisoners or whatever. But I do agree with you. I'm thankful there's no more night challenges. I just, I don't need it. I don't need them. Yeah. I mean, when it starts in the day and goes tonight because they stay too long, that's different, but 
not a purposeful yeah. night challenge. Right. Well, that's, yeah. That, the intent is yeah. not for it to be yeah. a <laughs> So they're already in shackles as they walk up into the challenge. And Jeff basically tells them a story about the initial or original settlers in Australia. And then they have to go to various stations scattered around in their location um, to answer questions to open their locks. Yeah. And they're pretty difficult questions because he kind of threw a lot of information at them. Oh, super long story. I mean, I wasn't even paying attention the whole time. Yeah. Um, It's rough. (laughs) Yeah. And so if you get the question wrong, you have like two options at the station. If you get it wrong, you have to move on to a different one. Mm-hmm. And I, they have to get five unlocked, and I think there was eight stations, so you could get, like, yeah. three. wrong. Yeah, and still be, like, in it. Yeah. Um, and we don't really get much of, like, who's in the lead until towards the end, where we see, like, oh, Elizabeth has, like, three undone. Colby has three undone. Keith has four undone. Tina was in it. Roger, sweet boy, was not, but. <laughs> Poor Roger. Yeah. Uh, so Keith gets all of the locks undone first mm-hmm. and is like sprinting back to jeff so that he can makes show it him to jeff yeah show him that he has all his locks and only then does he realize he has dropped one yes so so then colby sprints in with all five of his locks and colby wins immunity and i think roger's like extremely bitter about it but he like doesn't want to oh yeah sorry keith's extremely yes. bitter about it and doesn't want to like say that yeah well but... at tribal he's like can't you know, cry so spilled milk. Cookie crumbles. Yeah. Someone said that. And he, I mean, it kind of sounded like a good sport, but he said it in such a way that made him not, like, seem very supportive in that way. <laughs> Which yeah. I, like, get. Because, like, I mean, it sucks to lose by that much. And, like, he did have all of his locks undone. But, like, just don't say anything then. Plus, Keith is the only other person besides Colby who's ever won immunity. Mm. So I feel like he's not allowed to, like, be bitter about it because it's like yeah but i mean you and i have also talked like he won immunity kind of by default yeah like do i think he deserved it no but that's mm. even less of a reason yeah. to like begrudge colby because it's yeah. like colby's like legit earning these like he's putting his body on the line like sprinting full on yeah i don't know i'm i don't dislike keith but he's definitely probably my least favorite that's there right now i agree with that yeah there's nothing like bad about him he's just less appealing than the rest of them yeah i think right now if i were to rank who i would want to win most out of the five that are left Mm -hmm. it would be colby Mm -hmm. then elizabeth Mm -hmm. then roger Mm -hmm. then tina then keith wow look at us agreeing really down to the ranking yeah nice i think yeah colby's just kind of all around the best elizabeth's been Probably one of the only people doing any kind of strategic thinking. I agree, yeah. And her social game is really strong. Roger works really hard. Mm-hmm. Tina is better than Keith, and then there's Keith. <laughs> That's accurate. That's pretty much my... <laughs> that is accurate. <laughs> <laughs> um, unfortunately, despite all of the potential talk of Keith maybe leaving yeah. first, Roger goes home. I know, and it's just, like, really sad because... Before we get to tribal, Roger goes and approaches Tina and is like... This broke me. You, like, if it's between me and Elizabeth, which it probably is at this point, like, he knows where they stand, like, I want to go first. I want you to send me first. Oh, we were dying. 
Um, but he was like, she's such a sweet girl. Like, she probably has all these medical bills because of her mom. Like, she deserves to be here. She needs the money more. Yeah. Yeah. So if we're doing it based on who needs the money more, like, she needs to stay. And then they have another sweet touching moment at Tribal. Like, Jeff asks Elizabeth, what does Roger mean to you? And we're just like, can you stop? Like, we're already melting. Yeah. He, like, he gets up to, like, just, I mean, he says bye to other people and Mm -hmm. stuff, but he, like, gives her a hug, and he says, see you, kiddo. And I just... We're melting. He's her outback daddy. Oh. Oh. I love them so much. Anyway. Once we're done crying. And so, (laughs) I mean, we kind of already touched on this. I'm voting out Keith. Same. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Roger goes home by a vote of three to two, so obviously Elizabeth and Roger voted for Keith, and... It would appear that Elizabeth is next on the chopping block yeah. as the last remaining Kucha. Yeah. Sad. It's always kind of a bummer, like, as things are dwindling at the end. Yeah. With such a good group, too. Like, sometimes we're like, let's get to the next episode, like, I'm ready for them to get rid of someone, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas right now you're like, I'm not ready for Elizabeth to go home. Yeah. She's a tough cookie. Yeah. Because when this started, I would not have guessed that Elizabeth would be the lone standing member of Kucha at the end. No. Like, I did think that she was going to go far because, like, her, like you said, her social game and strategy was just on point. Like, she was always ready to fight for herself to stay a bit longer when the rest of her tribe, you know, was kind of falling over and being like, okay, we're just going to get picked off one by one. Yeah. Yeah. But good for her. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite quote? Yeah, I'm going to keep it uplifting. Um, my favorite quote was, the Colbster is still alive, which is the <laughs> I am that he sent his mother during the reward challenge. Yeah. Hey, gang. The, the Colbster is still alive. <laughs> and I mean, he is. Like, he's thriving on this island. He's winning everything. It's just the funniest thing to like. Colbster. The Colbster. Yeah. Not just I. I'm I'm still alive. Yeah. The Colster. <laughs> I wonder if that's what he calls himself. He probably does. <laughs> he probably signs things the Colster. <laughs> <sighs> and what about you? Um, mine was what Roger said when he was talking to Tina. He said, I think Elizabeth's a nice, nice young lady. And I just my heart. High praise from Roger. Because he doesn't not that he's mean to everybody, no. but he doesn't like specifically call anybody else out on the tribe ever no. except elizabeth even well, in his yeah. like exit interview, yeah he was like i want her to be at the end yeah i'm, I'm mostly rooting for her oh i can't it's so cute i love it all right well birthdays yes all right on july 3rd happy birthday to tammy letner from season four and on July 4th, happy birthday to America and also Joe Del Campo from season 32. On July 5th, happy birthday to Roger Bingham Hello. from season 2 <laughs> and Hunter Ellis from season 4. On July 6th, happy birthday to Alexis Jones from season 16. We were just talking about mm. her. Um, Hope Driscoll from season 26 and Angelina Keeley from season 37. Moving on. <laughs> On July 7th, happy birthday to Mark Caruso from season 23. 
Uh, on July 8th, happy birthday to Leanne Slavy, Slabby from season 9, James Miller from season 10, and Reem Daly from season 38. And on July 9th, happy birthday to Tracy Hughes-Wolf from season 16. Oof. Morgan McLeod from season 28. Your fave. <laughs> and Sarah Lucina from season 28, 34, and 40. I think that about wraps us. So I'm Hannah. I'm Kylie. And thank you for listening to Backup for Grabs. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to podcasts. And go ahead and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram Backup for Grabs. Twitter Backup for Grabs underscore. Or you can email us at backupforgrabspod at gmail.com.